to create conversations with women across our nation who work with girls' ministries. The Sin Chocolate Show is an outreach of PedestrianGod.com. Today, we speak with Kayla Crawley, the Director of Girls' Ministry at Inglewood Baptist Church in Jackson, Tennessee. We are talking with Kayla today. Kayla, introduce yourself. Yes, my name is Kayla Crawley, and I work at Inglewood Baptist Church as the director of girls ministry. So going on about three years doing that. Three years, that's awesome. Tell me a little bit about Inglewood. Well, Inglewood has been around Jackson for a long time. It has a long history. It actually was a church plant from West Jackson Baptist Church, which is really cool. Um, but to me, Inglewood is traditional but it also has a flair of contemporary if you want to use those churchy words traditional contemporary um i feel like there's still like a lot of transition not transition tradition has a lot of heritage i guess to it Mm -hmm. but also what i appreciate about inglewood is they're always willing to okay what's next or how can we be innovative to reach uh, people for Jesus, and sometimes that means we have to look at things differently, um, do things differently than they've always been done. But uh, so I feel like that's yeah, Singlewood in a nutshell. It's a great place. I love it. How many kids do you we have in your youth group? Um, overall, if you include boys and girls, um, we can probably average two hundred to two hundred and fifty. Oh wow. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, my numbers can be off. Included middle, we have sixth grade and twelfth grade, um, so like eleven-ish to twelve years old to eighteen years old um, are the our generation that we reach specifically in our student ministry. Okay, so, and so you're over sixth through twelfth grade girls. That yeah, whole way. Yes, I also help oversee like any time I do girl events or. Um, any big event that we have going on student ministry, like all of our campuses are involved. So that you know, Inglewood now is a multi-site. So we have our North Campus in Medina, and then we have our East Campus off of Highway 70. Um, so anything of that nature, they're always invited to and to be a part of. So Okay, so you can have quite a few people then. So. <laughs> <laughs> is help. We help oversee them. So. All right, well... We'll start on the lighter side of life here. Yes. This has been one of my favorite questions for people. Just in general in life, one of my favorite questions. So, Kayla, you've had a long day, and yes. you just need to laugh. What are your go-to YouTube videos? This is such a Renee question. <laughs> um, my go-to YouTube videos, right? Yeah. Well, I am seven months pregnant. Okay. So I do love anything that does have to do with like babies. Because there is something about their laughter that's just really cute. <laughs> so anything with like kids. Um, oh my goodness. I can't remember. <clears throat> There's that little girl. She has like little pigtails. She's like super sassy. I cannot remember her name. But she has like tons of videos that she talks about like exercising or Valentine's. <laughs> She's like super funny, but she's probably like five or six years old. Do you go back and watch 
some of the the kid president ones yes the kid president he was good i love kid president yes kid president's good um my husband tends to find like random ones as well about animals or um yeah just anything that's random my all-time favorite and i'll probably say this in almost every podcast at this point my all-time favorite are cats in hats but not the cats wearing hats when the cat when the cat is becoming a turtle because it's stuck its head through a hat yes those are funny all-time favorites anything with cats becoming turtles are great yes yes all right so this podcast named sin chocolate uh-huh. Because for so many of us who love chocolate, and I will say, chocolate has not always been my go-to. Yes, same. But there are days when I want chocolate, and you just say, like, it's been a long day, send chocolate. Yeah. What is it that you need at the end of the day to relax? Uh, well, first of all, when I get home, I want to get in comfy clothes. Yes. Clothes are a must. And then bring out the comfort food. Okay chocolate um i have to eat special sometimes i have this new way of living these days eating okay always eat a candy bar but when i do eat candy or chocolate sometimes i just like enjoy straight like hershey hershey's chocolate bar okay maybe even with almonds in it as well okay i do just enjoy straight chocolate just a very original chocolate bar kind of person yes um I respect that. Yes. But when I could eat certain things back in the day, Kit Kats were my go-to, for sure. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I'm a big Kit Kat person. But yeah, sometimes I just enjoy drinking, like, chocolate almond milk, or I get these, like, uh, chocolate coconut milk almond ice cream bars that are really good. That sounds good. Um, so, I just have to watch the dairy. So, but... The alternatives are good. And I, I agree with all of that. All right. So you've been in ministry how long now? Yeah, I've been um, in ministry, specifically at Inglewood, for this will be my seventh year. But I've been, like I said, in girls' ministry. This will be my third year. Okay. So in your seven years leading students, being a leader of some sort with students, have you had any just really terrific, embarrassing moments, any slip-ups while speaking or really awesome? typos yeah i'm trying to think to do that and i can't think of like a pinpoint moment but i do know myself that like i get intimidated with big words sometimes <laughs> okay especially words that like are hard to pronounce sure i will just straight up butcher them sometimes if i've been speaking or leading or even like teaching a small group <laughs> to laugh at myself sure no going into it that i might butcher it and then I have other people that laugh along with me. I'm sure the gir- girls are looking ahead and they're just waiting for you to mess up on a word. Well, even like this past Sunday, I was teaching my senior girls because my small group leaders are out. And I was trying to say the word. Ex- I can't even say it now. Uh-oh. It's E-X-P-L-E-M-I-F-Y. I can't even say it. Exemplify? Yes. It Thank exemplifies. You. Okay. And I was trying to say that and I totally butchered it and said it in like... A very weird way. <laughs> I was like, we'll always remember that. So, oh. Anyways. Such so, is life. Those are definitely moments that I've had lots of times of just, I can't seem to say certain words. 
It happens a lot. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. So I try to just laugh at myself. It's about the only thing you can do. Really. So. Well, we'll go a little deeper here. We'll kind of switch over to a little more serious side. I grew up really feeling like I had one of the most pitiful testimonies ever. Yeah. I think a lot of that is there was a girl who just had this stellar, I mean, like, could have been a Hollywood movie, stellar testimony. And it seemed like she always shared hers before me. So one of the things I've come to see as I've, as I've grown up and as I've matured in my faith is that every salvation story is awesome because it's God's grace entering into your story. You know, you entering into his bigger story. So what is, what is your salvation story? Yeah. Um, I totally agree with that. There's definitely been those moments where the enemy has made me feel like my my story of God's grace and forgiveness wasn't enough. Um, and I see that lie in my girls as well, that they don't feel like their story is enough. And it's just so not true because we're all saved from the same pit of despair. Then mm-hmm. and of our, our need for him. Um, and so for me, I was blessed to grow up in a Christian home where I did have those foundation truths of God loves me, and this is how he loves me, how he sent his son, his one and only son, Jesus. I mean, John three sixteen to a T, how he sent his son um, to die on the cross, and then he rose again. And if we believe in that, we will be saved, and that we, our eternity is secure. And so um, I grew up, you know, knowing that, hearing that, singing that. Um, my favorite jams, you know, were Jesus Loves Me and, um, and all those songs that I grew up singing so diligently every Sunday. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until church camp. Uh, I went to a camp. It was my first time going to camp. Super excited. Like, didn't want to leave. <laughs> um, but the first night, again, the gospel was presented. And my heart was ready to receive. And my mind was very clear of my need for him. And so a lady from my church went down with me and... um just share with me scripture and we prayed and um, just truly believe that I made that decision on my own. And then it wasn't really until I got baptized in my grandmother's church, which was really special. Um, And then it wasn't really until middle school that I think a lot of girls or even students in general have, I call them those light bulb moments where you just realize, um, uh, you know, I think the enemy causes you to doubt sometimes. And sometimes those doubts are real and you have to really look at your heart and see, did I truly make that decision to follow Jesus? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think it's just, okay, it's becoming real. Like I genuinely want to grow in my knowledge and understanding of him. Right. I want to share that with others. And so that for me, middle school was so crucial in building that for me in my testimony. Um, my family went through a lot of, um, just trials during that time um, that really helped to shape my faith. And so for me, yeah, my story is just, we came to know the Lord in us seven, but really middle school is when it became a lot more transformational for That's me. That's awesome. So, yeah. And how about more immediately? How about even in like this last year or so? Like what, what has God been teaching you? <laughs> Lots. <laughs> um, for one, like I've been married a year. And we were, my husband and I have been married a year, March 11th. So we just celebrated and we're having a baby. There you go. 
we went strong our first year. Got a lot going on. <laughs> yep. So in that in particular, that's had a lot going on, just learning how to love someone um, deeply like that and and also just all the changes in my body and <laughs> learning all that. But on top of that too, ministry. Um yeah, ministry is just really hard. Yeah. Really, really hard. And um for me what I have learned specifically in this past year is there's so many times that I've put my identity and in my husband and um people and the girls liking me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, trying to sometimes be something that I'm not. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being who God really has created me to be and being confident in that. And I think girls t- can see sometimes that um that confidence or they don't see that confidence and it, it can make things rocky. Um and so for me, I feel like I've just generally like never before, I've just been learning to let go of control. I know it's so cliche to say, but it's just a season I've been in of just learning to let go and trust Jesus with every moment. Um, those moments that my husband and I are having just a not so great moment, or I wish he saw things differently. Okay, Lord, speak, speak to me, speak to my heart. I trust. Or like there's a situation with a girl in ministry that I. Like it just, I'm like, Lord, I don't feel like we're connecting. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I just have to trust you in it. And I just seem to be who I am and you, and that if, if I'm growing in my relationship with you, regardless if we have anything in common, like what we have in common is we both need you. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just been a lot of just redefining who I am in him and just trusting him really with everything. And so I feel like, and I feel like it's an every year lesson, but it's been more true this year. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love your transparency, especially with the the idea of identity, because I yeah. think that's that's one of those things we oftentimes kind of throw on our students. Like clearly, you guys are trying to figure out your identity, yeah. but that we as you know, older women, we're not even that old, but whatever, wherever we are, it's like one of the issues that is so hard to overcome to just really let our identity rest in Christ. Yeah, it's really, it's so true. It's a constant everyday battle. <laughs> <laughs> just feel like even now, just in ministry and in the girls' ministry, particularly, I feel like I'm just now getting to a point where I'm more at peace and uh, just, I am going to be who I am. Mm-hmm. I am to be who they are. And let's learn and grow together and wrestle with, with those things. And so, yeah, it's, it's gotten a whole lot better. So (laughs) in that arena, as you're interacting with your girls, what are some of the top issues you feel like just kind of across the board? These are just some of the issues you've really been seeing them in in, in their lives. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think this again may all sound cliche to say, but truly I feel like, our students are struggling with anxiety and depression, like no other, mm-hmm. like to me. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I have wrestled with that in my own life. Um, and it's just all about that control. And also I think just students and girls in particular, like we don't know how to deal with our emotions properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I think that's a huge issue. I see, I mean, I think typical just, 
social media is just sometimes a pain. Like it just causes so much strife mm-hmm. in comparison. And it's like, well, I see my friends had a get together, but they didn't invite me. Well, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. They see a picture of a girl who, you know, is dolled up and beautiful. And they're like, you know, I don't look like that. So I feel ugly and I feel, you know, miserable. And so I just think that's a huge battle that they're facing as well um, with social media. And I think just think in general, another issue is just relationships. Like, how do I be a good friend to someone who's not treating me well? Or how do I include others? And what does it look like to forgive? What does it look like to confront each other? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, and, you know, for those relationships to be restored. And so I just think, yeah, just anxiety, depression, social media, and just relationships in general, just with, with family, with friends, with teachers, like just how to navigate those things I think are, are difficult right now. So how do you, as, as the girl's director, is that the right term? Sure. Yeah. As the girl's director. So you've got people under you, you've got, I'm imagining Sunday school teachers and I have the best, I think (laughs) (laughs) you've got all these people under you. So you are seeing, uh, you know, some specific ways that, that the girls are struggling, some, some areas where they need some more scriptural insight and some more, uh, you know, more help navigating. So how do you, uh, put, like, how do you enact a plan? How do you that to your volunteers and, and to the parents so that they can help you know, they're kind of the ones on, on the ground a lot of times helping the, the girls. Sure. No, I mean, I rely a lot on my smart group leaders just because I do oversee so many girls and I can't do it on my own. And, that, you know, you cannot do it on your own. You need support. Um, and so just we do, as a student minister as a whole, um, we try to do trainings and, like, just different topics. Um like we've talked about like anxiety, depression, suicide, those things that we've had trainings specifically. Okay. What do we do when a student comes to us with these issues? Like how do we approach it? And um, so we do try to do training just as a whole, um, but as girls ministry too, I mean, for one, sometimes it's just giving basic encouragement to the leaders of like, we're in this together. <laughs> yeah. We're together. We're going to love on these students together. Um, like just recently we had a student who passed away from cancer and his sister is one of our sixth grade girls. Mm-hmm. And so, and it, she's having a hard time processing it as anybody would. Absolutely. And so her, Oh, sorry, myself and our, her smart group leaders, like we um, have just been really pouring into her together. Like we took her a basket of like goodies of her favorite things, went to her house um, I've taken her out to eat. We went and saw a movie, like just trying to like help her. Mm-hmm. Time away. So it's just, a lot of times it's just being available and being intentional, but then we're serving together to love on, on students who are in need. Um, and sometimes too, like I'll, if I see like an article or a book, um, I have done that several times where I just like send an, a text or an email that has that article in it. And just say, hey, I read this. I thought it was really beneficial for me to think about. I think it'd be really beneficial for you to read. So like anytime that I do get any type of resource 
I usually try to send it to them in some mm-hmm. form. I love that. I love that that feeling of teamwork that you're developing, that it's not you know, a popularity contest even amongst the small group leaders, but that, yeah. you know, everyone coming together is really what's showing them yeah. the love that they need. What I love is that the girls want to go to their small group leaders. Mm-hmm. Like, I want that. And then if there's something that I need to be informed of, they always tell me, you know, mm-hmm. girls that come straight to me, but you know, I love that they go to their small group leaders because they are the ones who are every Sunday because I can't be with every girl. Mm-hmm. They get to intentionally hang out with them, teach them God's word in that week, every week, you know, every Sunday. Um, and so we really try to encourage them to do things outside of Sunday together throughout the year and just really build that unity. And I mean, like I said, we have the best. I think I have the best. Like, <laughs> the leaders in the world like they seriously are on board with anything and everything like I couldn't ask for better so amazing that's such a blessing it really is because I know everybody has that so yeah so so we'll we'll pull back we'll pull back we got a little serious got a little deep let's pull back and be a little bit practical yeah do you have any books any bible studies for girls for leaders that you just you loved you're like you've got to put your hands on this um well, I love anything to you, but like, um, Annie Downs. Yeah. Like, you have to, you have to say the F because there's Annie Downs and there's Annie F Downs. Annie F Downs. Yes. I learned that once the hard way. She's awesome. Cause she writes, she, she's getting a lot bigger now. Yes. She, um, uh, which is great. I'm glad she's doing really good, but she, uh, she has a lot of good resources specifically for teen girls and, um, two summers ago, I did her looking for lovely. I loved that girls, and that went really well, and the girls really enjoyed it. Um, so I say anything with her name on it mm-hmm. is a given to give out. And she, I know she has a new like devotional book out. I haven't got a chance to look at it. But I haven't either. Her good things. Um, right now, I'm walking through a book with some girls called Women of the Word. Okay, Wilkin. By, by who? And- and Jen Wilkin. Oh, buy it. That's all I needed to hear right there. Yes, no, definitely, definitely. Well, for one, I love practicality. Mm-hmm. And she's very practical. And, but this book, like, just is an approach on how backwards we are at studying God's word and how, like, how to do it rightly. Like, she's not condemning, but she's like, this is how the church, like, we have programmed our mind to like think of God's word as our magic eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> yes. See what it can do for me when the God's word is all about himself. And if we look through the lens of who he is, that changes everything about who we are and how we view him and ourselves. Um, it's so good right here. It's so good. <laughs> so, um, and it's been neat to like, just hear the girls talk about it and, um, like, Whoa, yeah, I got that wrong. <laughs> So anything about her, I mean, I'm just really enjoying this book. This is what, I've only done this with her, and I really like it. Um, and it's short chapters, so I tell the girls they're short. So <laughs> That's good. Full work, but I believe, I believe that you can read these ten pages. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, I'm also doing some other girls, some girls too. We're walking through precepts by Kay Arthur. Okay. Um. We're going through the book of Ephesians and it's different. It's a different way of teaching them how to study God's word as well. If someone's not familiar with precepts, explain that concept. Yeah. Well, 
Um, Kay Arthur has been around for a really long time. She started that, that ministry. Um, but basically it's, it just really helps you go slowly and teach in like reading God's word and you, she'll have you like, um, circle like the word redemption. She would have you circle that word as many times as you see it as you're reading. And then she'll ask you questions. Okay. What, what was the author meaning when he was talking about, we have redemption by the blood of Jesus or like, I don't know if you ask a lot of like who, where, why, when questions. Um, so it just really helps you break down and like, oh, you're like, wow, redemption is mentioned a lot. That must mean that there's some type of importance there that God is trying to Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So it just kind of breaks it down. You get to use colored pencils. Who doesn't love to use colored pencils? <laughs> and you get to mark in your Bible like different um, shapes and circles and just different things that highlight different words and meaning. Um, and so, so that's been good. Um, I definitely recommend anything by Kara Arthur if you want to teach some girls just how to study differently and more just in depth. Glancing mm-hmm. so, over. Yeah, I love the interactive element. Like, take your time. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of seems redundant, but it's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And I really think Jen Wilkin feels like a product of that. Yeah, she is. She's sure. very much a, you know, uh, read through the text multiple times. Let's look at the words. Let's yeah. let's really learn how to study the, the Bible for ourselves. Yeah, so she... Yeah, so I say those are practical things. I love Jenny Allen. She's a great author. Um, again, someone who's very blunt and honest and real, which I appreciate. Uh, I don't think I've read anything by her. Do you one of her, her titles? One of her books, well, one of her books is called Anything. Another book is called Nothing to Prove, which I actually read through with some of my girl interns that I have, college girls. Um, and so I just really... Those are just good books on to on identity and purpose. <laughs> um, so for me personally, I've enjoyed those. But um, we have a book too. So we've been going through as a student. Well, we we're supposed to go there as a student. But it's called Growing Young. Okay. It's out and just talks about youth of today, but from a Christian perspective. So there's some youth people out there that may need some help navigating. It's been a good book as well. Awesome. Well, before I move into our final, final question, you got anything on your heart you're just really wanting to share? You feel good? Are you ready for the final question? I think I'm ready for the final question. Okay. It's a question that we ask ourselves constantly. Yeah. Can leggings (laughs) or should leggings be worn as pants? Okay. Weigh in on the discussion. Yes. Well, I'm at a crisis these days because, again, being, <laughs> pre- being pregnant, leggings are comfortable. Yes. But I'm all about if you are going to wear leggings, if you are, as okay. pants. Okay. Please, please, please cover the behind. Like, <laughs> make sure the shirts are. <laughs> You're going to edit this from the pocket. Please just make sure that you have a shirt or even a dress. I mean, I'm all for leggings with dresses for sure. Yes. Um, that is fine. Just as long as you are covered well 
so here, here's, here's a trend right now that I'm seeing, especially in the students, is we've transitioned to wearing leggings with oversized hoodies. Yes, that is a thing. I don't know how I feel about this. Yes. Yes. I, yes. Leggings to me, though, just make, make you feel like your legs are really cold, for one thing. <laughs> like, because you're just wearing a sweater and, like, leggings, and they're not very thick. They're not. So, comfort-wise. Comfort-wise. Awesome. Okay, yes. A plus. But if we're just wearing it again, and, like, we just need more coverage, and, yeah, they just, I don't know how deep you want me to get with So, if, if in doubt, put on some slacks. Yes, if in doubt, put on some slacks. It's <laughs> around pants, it's fine. But. No, I think, I think we should be asking ourselves this question more often. Yes. So, I mean. Yeah, just coverage. Coverage, I'm with it. All yeah. right. So, Kayla Crawley, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Yes. I'm so glad to have you on the podcast on the podcast here. And if you are interested in finding out anything else that they've got going on, you can check them out. They are Inglewood Baptist Church in Jackson, Tennessee. Yeah. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, Kayla. Bye, Renee.